Hello and welcome to the Lane 9 podcast. My name is Ben Weissel and today we have star freshman from Wake Forest, Rocky Hansen. How's it going? I'm good. How about you? Thanks for having me on. Doing well. Yeah, it's really, really great to have you. You've been, I think, one of the biggest storylines so far, um, at least on the men's side, just the the way that you've come in and uh, been such a great low stick for Wake Forest from the get-go right out of high school. Um, you came you came in from high school as one of the top recruits, 150 PR in the 800, 358 in the mile, 835 in the two mile. Um, so obviously, we expected you to, to come in and be very good, but I, I don't think any of any of us really expected you to come in and, and run as well as you had. How do you how do you think you've made that jump so seamlessly so far? Well, I mean, a lot of my the last two years of my high school career are very similar to what I was doing now in college, okay. both training wise and just like life wise, academic wise. So like the uh, junior and senior year of high school, I was taking harder classes was obviously taking on harder training since I was training to race at, against national competition. And mm-hmm. I was also taking on a academic load at the time that basically made my whole life academics and running. So into going into college, it's a very similar life, just the student athlete life of doing academics and uh, training hard. And I think that that was has played a major role in me being able to acclimate so well to the collegiate environment and also just being around such a great team with a bunch of guys who really want to work hard. It's very helpful to have guys around you that are all working really hard and all want the want to see the best out of each other, not just themselves. And I credit that to John Hayes, the my coach, and all the coaching staff at Wake Forest for building that program and for giving me the opportunity to come in and uh, run run for their program. Absolutely. So, I mean, you, you obviously had, through those last few years uh, of high school, you ran great, you uh, broke four, you won all but one cross-country race your senior year. Um, I'm not necessarily someone that follows high school super closely, but I, I don't I don't think you were from my vantage point, you weren't one of like the top few names coming out of high school. Why why do you think there was maybe some other people that have a little bit garnered a little bit more attention um throughout the your high school career despite all your fantastic results? Well, a part of it was because I didn't like blossom as early as some of them did. Mm-hmm. And I also just didn't run any national records or anything like that. And all those guys are incredible athletes and i have a lot of respect for them they're uh incredible what they do and just what happened was basically they would run really really well and i would run i'd run well too but not as good as they would but i was still performing at a consistently good level but it got overshadowed by some of the bigger um athletic feats like whether it was a indoor 3k national record or a outdoor 5k national record or a uh, 15 outdoor 1500 that's really fast just mm-hmm. like i mean all those guys are super talented simeon connor the the youngs i mean I, I could keep naming guys that are extremely talented from our class and i'm honored to be a part of that group and the that class and just they were all running super fast which is it's natural that 
the guy who's also running fast, well, someone's going to get overshadowed. Like yeah. it, it's inevitable. So that's just what ended up happening. But I, I don't have any regrets about <laughs> it or anything like that. Like I'm happy with how things turned out and here I am now. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a that's a great answer and, and a mature one as well. I, I think your class um, has the potential of being one of the more dynamic ones that we've seen in the NCAA for a while. There there could be, I think you could be battling against a lot of those guys in the next few years for, for national titles, which is really exciting. So we talked about um, kind of what you've done on the track in terms of PR-wise, but cross-country, you had a, a fantastic year um, in your last season. Um, culminating with that 11th place finish at Champ Sports, what were talk, maybe talk, talk me talk to me about maybe your expectations going into that race and, and how everything played out? Yeah, so going into that race, I definitely planned on going for the win, and mm-hmm. that's what I did. I mean, I knew so Hunter, my my roommate and now teammate, <laughs> he he took it out way hard, so I didn't quite go out with him. But I stayed in that front group and just kind of pushed with Cole the whole time. Mm-hmm. And after we went up the the main hill, the infamous hill at Balboa yeah. Park, after we did that the second time, I was toast. Like, I, it just was not my day. Like, Cole definitely got the best of me that day. And I just, like, collapsed the last, like, I don't, I don't know how much race is left after that point distance-wise, but I just fell apart. Like, I... It definitely wasn't what I wanted, but I definitely learned a lot from it. Just like sometimes things don't work out the way you plan. And that's just a natural part of setting goals and uh, working hard and being an athlete. Just things don't work out. And that's normal. That's fine. You just have to learn what you can from it and move on. And I think it was a very valuable experience to be like, because that whole year I had been having good success. And then at the Mm -hmm. national meet when everything matters, things didn't go as I would have hoped. So it was a critical learning moment and I uh, took that forward with me into track and it, it worked out. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. So I, obviously there are a lot of, I I feel like national championships and I I don't even know if we can call them that at the, the high school level. And it's so hard to kind of bring everybody together, like all the best talent from across the country to whether it's, uh, during cross country or track was there any like particular reasons why you picked kind of the the championship races that you ended up running like you obviously you did champ sports during cross country and the other championships that you did during the track season were, were there any reason why you went to one over the other and like your thoughts I guess on just why there are so many and, and if we could consolidate how that would work yeah so for cross country I picked champs mainly because in, throughout my whole like whenever whenever I was running in middle school and mm-hmm. in the earlier years of my high school career I always went to the Foot Locker uh, yeah. South Regional meet I always wanted to run at Foot Locker and my coach I mean he told me that he wanted me running at that meet and I, I agreed I wanted to run at that meet too because it's a very historic meet like you look at the guys who've won it you look at the guys who have raced and raced there and who where they are now it's very historic it's a very elite group of people like mm-hmm. i mean grant fisher connor mance was in there lucas versbickus like yeah all-time greats of high school running always going to champs and that's the main reason i picked that for track i was going to run at new balance indoor nationals mm-hmm. but i got a stress fracture so i wasn't able to do that but my 
an outdoor season, I went to Brooks because it was a loaded two mile. So I wanted to race good competition. So I went there. And then for Nike, it was the same thing. The mile was absolutely loaded. So I went to Nike because the competition was there. Really, for me, I don't have a particular attachment to any uh, company or race that's like hosted. I don't have a particular mm-hmm. attachment. Just whatever whatever race promises the best competition, uh, that's the one I'm probably going to go to. And the reason I think, I mean, there's a lot of national races nowadays because it's just competition amongst companies like who can put on the best national meet who can garner the best competition who can uh create the best media and the best name for themselves it's it's all about competition at a company level so and that's natural so i wish we could consolidate so that we could get a true national championship instead of multiple national champions when it's like i mean in the ncaa it's one ncaa championship that's it so i think that in high school it'd be definitely it'd definitely be nice to consolidate but then comes the question of like equal opportunity for the people who uh are like not quite there yet and don't want to mm-hmm. travel as far or don't have the financial needs for it there, there's a lot of factors that play into it so i definitely understand why there's so many yeah yeah i mean i think you outlined actually a lot of my thoughts of, of in an ideal world there would be one but I, I just think that the way things are currently in the, the running community i just don't i don't think that's ever going to necessarily be the case um but i i you end up still with some great needs with loaded talent it's just never never complete uh unlike the ncaa but yeah your, your point about Foot Locker, I, I was in the same boat i ran the south regional um it just there there it has that kind of i don't know like prestige to it that that uh, is i think a little different than any other race so let's let's go ahead and talk about maybe your track career um what was it like running that sub 4 in, in the mile uh, during high school i mean was that a big goal for you coming in like to the year or was that just something that you kind of checked off your box because your fitness was there? I would say it was more of a check off the box. Obviously it's something that's, I mean, I'm a high school kid and I know about the history of the sub four barrier. Of course Mm -hmm. it's going to be floating around in my mind. Like there's nothing I can do about that. But like, just like as I went throughout the year, I was like, it's not the goal to break four. Like, it's not a barrier. I know that my fitness is there after my junior year, after running at running lane and running four flat, I knew that I I was capable of doing something like that. So for me, I made it something more of checking a box and I knew that I was able to accomplish it when I actually raced it in April at Charlottesville, even though I had already raced pen relays two days before I knew that my fitness was there and that it was something I was capable of. So it was something, it was not to like devalue it. Obviously it's like something that I am very proud of. It's a big accomplishment, but it's all, it's always just what's the next thing for me. And, uh, kind of a, like, I'm happy that it happened. Happy. I did it. I'll celebrate it, but then I'm going to move on to something bigger and better. Sure. Did, so did you have another race that maybe you, you think, more highly of or is there a particular race that that is your favorite during your your high school career yeah i i do have some some favorite races arcadia 2022 is probably up there as one of my favorites just because it was my first moment of like 
I really belong with these top guys. So mm-hmm. my j- junior year, like indoor track, I had going been going through a rough bout of iron deficiency and just mm-hmm. mental struggles with the sport because I wasn't running well. And I, I mean, I just wasn't healthy or running good in indoor. But then we finally figured out the iron situation, got my ferritin up, got my hemoglobin up. And then I go into outdoor season and I'm obviously this is junior year. I'm trying to get recruited so I can run at the NCAA level, but I haven't been running good. I'd run 15, 21 in cross country and I ran like 422 and 426 for two indoor miles. So like nothing crazy. And then I, once I got my iron back up, I ran at Kentucky indoor meet. Ran like mm-hmm. 417. It was my first like, okay, I'm returning to something like I was at before. Then Adidas Indoor Nationals, won both the mile and two mile. And then Arcadia, out of nowhere, I, I ran 851 in the second heat. And that that race is just super special to me because it was my first moment of I really can do some – I really can go places with the sport and I do belong with these top guys. And it, it, it was also just a hallmark of like – I made it out of the struggle for me. And that's that's the same way it was this year for Arcadia mm-hmm. as well, because in Arcadia 2023, I had just come off a stress fracture in mid-February, the week after Milrose Games. And going into Arcadia, I didn't know like what the race would look like. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know where my fitness was, but my coach just said, trust me, like the cross training we've been doing, you've been gaining fitness. You will be fine for this race. And I just stuck with those front guys because I believed I belonged and it worked out. I mean, I didn't win, but I, it was, it was good for me and comforting considering that I had been through six weeks of injury of six weeks out of running because of an injury. And it was comforting to know that I'm still like gaining fitness and I can be up there with those guys. So Arcadia is probably like my, Arcadia is like my favorite meet to go to. And I think all I think all high schoolers should go to that meet. It's just such a fun time. Yeah, I, I agree. It's it's a great. It, it's probably one of the more prestigious like regular season meets you'll ever kind of go to. It just the the quality of the field, how fast the times are, it, it, and like you said, it it gives you an opportunity to really stack yourself up against everyone else and and prove that you belong. And and I think that's where a lot of people make their names is at Arcadia. So yeah, I, I think that was, that's a great, great meet to, to point out. Um, so let's, let's fast forward to maybe what you've done so far in your collegiate career. Um, have you, have you kind of surprised yourself at all with the way that you've been able to start and really like be up in the front of fields and, and be super competitive? Yeah, I'd be lying if I said I was not <laughs> surprised. So in the summer I was, doing my summer training, going through my summer and talking to Coach Hayes on the phone. And he was like, mm-hmm. going into Virginia, I bet you you're going to surprise yourself. Like you, like with the training we've been doing, you're going to surprise yourself at Virginia. And I said, okay, we come to Virginia. I'm not really sure where I'm at. And mm-hmm. fifth place happens. And I was like, well, he was right. I surprised myself. And so then going into Nunnycomb, I was like, okay, I... I belong with those front guys. I'm just going to go into that front pack and stick with them. And it happened again. So I, it definitely was a little bit of surprise, but it's also like another sort of I belong moment that I talked about with Arcadia. 
Yeah, I mean, that sixth place at Nuttycomb was one of the more impressive races I've ever seen from a true freshman, honestly, to, to the way that you were able to hang and just like be in that final group almost to the, the right at the end was, was incredible. Um, so I, I know, so we like to ask all our guests this and we haven't had a, a true freshman on that's just started their career. So you, you might not have a great answer to this, but um, so far when in your just two races or maybe even just like with your practices, we always like to ask like, what is your welcome to the NCAA moment where you're kind of like, this is a different level than high school. Have you kind of had that yet, or is it because I mean you're finishing top ten in these two great meets? Maybe maybe it hasn't felt like as big of a step up as it probably does for everyone else. I mean, no, I've definitely like in the beginning stages of the race, it definitely feels like a welcome to the NCAA because there's just so many people and they're all Mm -hmm. running fast at the beginning. So the the guy who gets top ten maybe in like sixtieth place at like two k everyone's so bunched up like you look at the spread of any race for like at at the 2k mark it's like mm-hmm. maybe three seconds tops between first place yeah. and last place and that's the biggest thing coach Hayes told me is he told me look you might be in 60th place at 2k you're not far off from the leader you're still a second or two behind him so just like going into virginia and Nuttycomb, that's what happened like he's he just told me be patient it's better to go out in 65 instead of mm-hmm. 62 and go immediately right. lactic. So I just have been, stayed patient and just gradually made my moves up. And I guess that's sort of my welcome to the NCAA moment, just because there's so many guys and you have to learn how to, when to push and when to pull back and how to navigate around all those people. And that can take some people like a year or two to to figure out. So, I mean, for you to be able to do that already, I know that is that is certainly and you've been at some good meets and had good opportunities to learn that. But I, I think Nuttycomb, especially you, you see a lot of people in their first time really struggle because, like you said, you, you, you just have to go out so fast, even just to be like in like the middle of the pack um, because everybody's just flying. And then it's hard to like with like when you have 60 people in front of you be able to like navigate that without really wearing yourself out so that you don't like and and make sure that you still have something left in that last like k or two so no i mean it's impressive that you and i think it speaks to how well you've been coached too by coach hayes that that you were prepared and ready for that as well um so obviously you're we're going from 5k to 8k in cross country how have you felt do you feel like that's been like a something that you were eager to do kind of put on a little bit more distance or was that something that you were a little bit nervous about um, jumping it up in that uh, just the distance level somewhere in between I wasn't necessarily eager like oh I can't wait to increase to 8k and 10k <laughs> like no I don't think anyone's ever said that maybe except for the really true distance people out there yeah. but like for me and I also wasn't nervous about it I knew like for me I know that I'm going into a collegiate program. They're going to train me to run mm-hmm. a 10K as fast as I possibly can on November 18th. Is that what it is? That's the Nationals date? I should know that, but that sounds about right to me. Yeah. It's right so, before Thanksgiving, yep. Yeah, so I know that going into this program, I'm being trained to run fast over a longer distance than mm-hmm. I did in high school. So I wasn't particularly concerned about it being too big of a transition. And when I was in high school, I would go to like the running camps with other colleges. Mm -hmm. And the question would always come up like, how's transitioning to 8k? 
and all the runners would be like oh it's awful like you're gonna die it's so much harder and like no i haven't experienced that like (laughs) you train to run 8k and 10k you're going to be fine so i i think it's been a nice change of pace and it's it's fun because at the end of the day it's still racing and that's what we're all here to do so for me just going into it it's i know that i've trained for that and i'm still going in there to uh race as race to the best of my ability yeah and i think a lot is built up in our minds and i I think we make it mentally a little bit harder because i like at least for me especially during my first like 10k um i got through 5k and i was like all right like i'm not that far off from my what i was running in high school and i still got another like 5k but i i i like to your point, like just knowing that your training is a little different, that you're being prepared for it and just not making it such a big deal. I think there's a lot of people that would benefit from that same mindset of just being like, this is just what it is and we're going to run it and it's going to, it's going to be a race like anything else. So I, I, I think that's a, a great approach. Um, so you mentioned that you, you were kind of prepared uh, or preparing for college in your last two years in high school in terms of like your academics and, and the way you were kind of structuring your running and everything. Has there been bigger difference or any big differences going to Wake Forest or or maybe some things that have surprised you about um, just making the leap to college, just, just being training, going to classes, all that uh, a part of college? Everything has been what I've expected. Like I, I went to a college prep school so like Mm -hmm. the expectation was kind of set and obviously i knew the classes would be hard i i knew that i'd be living on my own i knew that the training was going to be different and for the most part everything's been met i'd say maybe the only thing is like in college you take like like much less you're in class like for a much less amount of time Mm -hmm. than you are in high school like in high school you're from in class from 830 or sometimes even 730 to three o'clock and you're there's nothing else in between like maybe some study halls that are short but like in college you have a bunch of spaced out classes so it's up to you to get the work done it's much more independent which is what college is all about and I'd say that's like the only thing is just adjusting from like a more adjusting to a more flexible schedule and just figuring out when to fit schoolwork in, when to fit some of the little things with running in, whether whether it be like meditation or rolling out or something like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you have so much extra time, it feels like, because you're just not sitting in that same building for so long. But at the same time, you have a lot of other things to do. And, and yeah, just figuring out how to prioritize everything is, is obviously can be difficult at times. Um, so what are you guys looking forward to? I guess you as a team and and you individually looking forward to the rest of this season. I I mean, you, you guys have, um, you've done exceptionally well and and the team has been pretty solid, especially considering how young the team is, um, and how much room you guys have to grow in the coming years. But this year in particular, what are you guys hoping to accomplish, um, throughout the rest of this fall? Well, I mean, you mentioned it, our team is just so young and that's what I, that's what really excites me is mm-hmm. just going forward how much more we can accomplish. And especially in the latter half of the season, since we are a second, we are a team that our training is structured so that we get stronger as the season mm-hmm. goes on. Cause we are training to run as fast as possible for 10 K 
on November 18th. And like with all my teammates, like I'm, we're, I'm seeing the jumps and the bounds and practice from all these guys. I'm seeing the switches flip. I'm seeing them learn and adjust and I'm seeing the coaches get, get really excited about what's happening. And it's, I just can't wait to see what we can do, especially because like, you know, for, I think five of our top seven was like entirely new to NCAA cross country. Mm-hmm. And so none of us knew how to race in the NCAA or how a race would play out. So we're all like learning when to push and when to pull back. And for some of us, it's taken a little longer, but I'm starting to see the signs that they're learning. Like, and I just can't wait to see that once that, once it clicks, like we're going to be very dangerous and go and we're young. So we still have another couple years with all these guys to develop and get faster and get stronger. And we also have a solid incoming class in the class of 24. Mm-hmm. So, but obviously we're talking about this season, but I'm just super excited for what's to come at ACC's next week and nationals and regionals and just seeing, like, proving people wrong and proving that we can do things. We can accomplish big things, even though we are a young team. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you guys have taken good steps forward and, and, um on on our uh podcast the blue oval podcast with with me and my uh partner garrett he mentioned that there's been some coaches that have said wake forest 2025 national contenders or even favorites um and it's it's all those things that you just said how young the team is the kind of recruiting class that is coming in and and just the um the the way that you guys look like you're building steam like or just gaining ground week after week. And if you guys can continue to do that, I think the sky is the limit for, for you guys over the next few years. But like you said, this will be a great opportunity for you guys uh, over the next few weeks to really kind of embrace this postseason and see what you guys can do right now and not just be talked about as like a potential team in the future. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, we're 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 big Wake Forest fans. We we think very highly of you guys uh, this year, but especially moving forward. Um, so so talking about moving forward with uh, after this cross country season, um, you obviously it will be going through your first winter and um, spring uh, track seasons. Do you kind of is do you look forward to track or, or, or I I'm, I'm sure you do. That's that's the, the wrong way of framing it, but are you more of a track guy or a cross country guy? Is there one that you kind of favor or are you really looking forward to track after this season so far? So what I always do is I try not to pick one because if I yeah. pick one, I'll favor the <laughs> other and I'll dread the other. Yeah. I'll lo- so right now I'm full cross country mode. I'm super mm-hmm. pumped about the guys we have about, the races we're running because I know that we are trained to run this distance. I'm not trained to run a track distance right now. So I am, I'm loving cross country right now. And in track, I'm going to be loving track. I'm going to be in the moment. I'm not going to be like, Oh, I've got cross country coming up or, Oh, I've got, I've got track coming up. Like, no, I, I, I love both. And I try not to pick because I know that that will only lead to me (laughs) dreading either one of them. So I, I just love to run. Hey, nothing, nothing wrong with that. So, with that said, though, are are there things that you're like kind of looking forward to this winter, spring, and just being able to compete 
collegiately for Wake Forest on the track? I, I mean, is there particular events, particular uh, races that you're you're looking forward to? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, so after nationals, two weeks after nationals, I think it is at December second or third. We're running at mm-hmm. the BU meet. Oh, I nice. don't know the exact name of it, but I'm probably going to be running a 5K there, and just to see what I can do there because obviously the best of the best guys go there. I mean, yep. last year Kai Robinson ran 13:11 there, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So yep. it, it's a really good meet, and I'm excited to see what all of us can do there because like we still have all the fitness from cross country and it's like very reassuring to run a track race and be like wow i have all this i have all the leg speed or i have all the speed on the track that i didn't know i had from cross country fitness um and also we we're not quite we're not like entirely sure yet what we're focusing on in the outdoor season all i know is it will be a 5k or it will be a 1500 but okay. i'm thinking just because 5k's lay in the legs if you run them way too much probably right. gonna stick with like 1500s for most of the spring and then come postseason summertime run at the olympic trials maybe run a 5k or 15 there and uh as we get closer we'll figure that out but that's like eight months ahead so <laughs> yeah 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 no it's it, it'll come faster than you think though and that but those are all like really exciting things i mean obviously this being in a coming up being an olympic year it'll be those trials are going to be insane to watch. And have you ever run at uh, Boston before? At the no, BU I've never run at BU. Okay, that, I, I'm sure that'll be a really exciting experience for you. And like you said, I, I'm always ex- I'm always intrigued by the the teams who decide to kind of hold over their fitness from nationals cross country and, and just run that really fast 5k. Because man, mm-hmm. you you see some quick times and it and there's a lot of it's a really good competition. It's almost like a little mini nationals on the track especially in those 5ks so that'll be i think a really great experience for you and yeah i mean who knows you could run something really really quick <laughs> well thank you um so yeah i i mean i, I we already kind of touched on this and this is just going to be my last question but i mean moving forward I, I mean who what are you guys most excited about like over the next like year or two as a team and like what are kind of the big goal if you have any big goals um, moving forward as a team over these next two or three years? Well, the goal is to compete at a national level and try and bring home a national championship to Winston-Salem and just prove a lot of people wrong. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've seen it year after year. Every year this team gets doubted, and every year they do something big. Like last year they won ACCs and then had – a really bad regionals race and then they go Mm -hmm. into nationals and they get fifth place not very far behind stanford in fourth place and the year before that or in 2021 they got 15th at the covid nationals so people were like okay covid nationals who cares (laughs) but like and then but then they go into 2021 nationals and they get 10th place and it's like okay these guys are legit so just the progression year after year and us knowing how our training is structured and us knowing how we have all these guys around us that want to want to run really fast that want to preserve the culture of the program of working hard and being a good teammate being a good person and uh giving 100 percent to the process that's what we're most excited about because we know that things are only going to heat up 
Absolutely. Well, yeah, like I said, we're we're big believers and, and best of luck to you guys throughout the rest of the season. Good luck to you individually uh, throughout this, uh, what should be a very exciting year. Um, and we'll be keeping an eye on you guys and the rest of the team, certainly for the next few years. I, I hope we, we don't give you guys a, a like uh, any like bulletin board material or anything. Uh, we, we, we will do our best to not <laughs> underrate you moving forward. Well, that's okay if you do occasionally, <laughs> but that's just a part of it. But we appreciate it. We, we really do. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, thank you again for coming on the show and we'll talk Absolutely. to you soon.